oh hey, it was Australia Day, and I was at by I was over at Marietta Square yesterday, and I went to the Australian Bakery Cafe, and I bought him some Tim Tams. Okay, you know what a Tim Tam I, is? I do. I, yes, with, I do. I don't. Cafe. I don't know what a Tim Tam is. It's the best cookie on the planet. God, because I'm basic. Get some culture. God. Just a basic white, white guy over here. Yeah. It's, it's, no, it's, I said regular. I said you're a regular white guy. <laughs> you know, you know, you you can take the boy out of Ohio, but you can't take the Ohio out of the boy. <laughs> From Stone Mountain, Georgia, and OTP, ITP, mostly OTP. And actually, we're all OTP. We are. We're all OTP on this one. Not a single one of us ITP. Mm. Where in this region, it's Atlanta, not the Legion. Oh, I was I was going to say, I've got a Legion on the bottom of my foot. It's a Legion. It's, it wasn't as good. Leave the bad intros to me. It is the Five Takes Podcast, and we are back. We're back, baby. Like coaching vacancies at Liverpool. No. And possibly Arsenal now, we're hearing, maybe. No, no, no. It, no I, I guess announced. we, what do we call no, this? he a, announced. He did? He did. Wow. Yes. So we call this a clopteta? What are we doing? Uh, no, don't, I don't want to associate it. No, I don't I assume like they're that. both going on the same holiday, the same cruise, just oh, talk shop. Oh, yeah. They'll be there with, you know, Kenny Dalgleish and um, uh, Arsene Wenger. Like, All right. Well, um, the Kristen, the floor is, is is yours. This is your your team. Um, <laughs> do you feel like you're walking alone right now? Do you, Are you worried? No. Uh, I, you, no you, I, I'm, in the beginning, I was very much in denial. I was going through the five stages of grief. Uh, and I had to go through them very quickly because I thought Jennifer was just <laughs> fucking with me in the beginning. No, nope, um, And I was like, oh, no. I didn't think, is, in your defense, I didn't think it was real either. No, I was like, Klopp well, had just signed a three-year extension this summer. That's and right. And he just does this about face, seemingly yeah. out of nowhere. Seemingly out of nowhere. And uh, evidently, it... I watched the 24 minute interview uh, about the actual announcement of his leaving. And, you know, he was very, um, he was very, very plain about it. Very matter of fact. And he, he said, looked like he was out of energy. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And, you know, looks tired. what, what I respected about it was that he couldn't, he was trying to say, look, I let, I let the coaches, I let, well, he said, I let some of the people in the, in the organization know at the beginning of the season. Yeah. But, apparently he let them know in November or correct. at some point, yeah. or at least so, the, the ownership or what have the, you. The so, ownership. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because they needed yeah. to start already figuring out what they were going to do, you know, right. as an, as an ownership and as a manager, I, I respect side, him for doing that. He loves the yeah. club. He doesn't want to put them in a burden. He doesn't want to pull a Nick Saban. Right, but you do have to figure out where you're gonna, what money you're gonna pull aside, yeah. and you've got to figure out how you're gonna handle it from a managerial side. Yeah, of things. it's a big deal. But on a personal, a yeah, on a personal side of things, you know, he said, "Look, I, it, it, it basically all came down to, I do this uh, day in, day out. It's the best thing that I do in my life. But I am running out of energy, and if I can't commit to this fully, if I can't give." all that I am as a, as a coach and as a manager to this club, then I don't think I should do it anymore. And I, 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 uh, I, I can't think of another reason. I, I can't think of a better reason to not do something anymore than to say, I can't fully commit to this. And out of respect for this thing, I'm going to, I'm going to back away. And as sad as I am personally to see him go, he he was i mean this today was the first match after that announcement and the 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 cop and the rest of the stands were absolutely littered with yeah, you know nothing but love and praise and adoration and appreciation for this man and i sent you guys um i sent you guys this um excerpt of all of the funny interviews uh, or not all of some of the funny interviews that Klopp has given over the years. And there's just, I just, I, I'm like, I dare you guys to find somebody that's a, a, as genuine, maybe big Ange, honestly, like I've seen a couple of his interviews and his, he's pretty damn genuine as a person. I think he but is. Klopp is just, there's something about him that is just so warm and, and mm. 
approachable and and yet so professional and knowledgeable and respectful um mm. it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very hard thing to replace him um yeah. you know on on a per, you know on a on a yes personnel like level um, is it on the same level i know mean, it wasn't as long but like a arson Wenger, a sir alex leaving the club is yeah it, yeah think it's, it's been i mean because klopp it's, is for the it's past been brought decade, up klopp yeah. is liverpool liverpool is oh yeah yeah it's been brought up a and couple of different is times the man that compared... brought you trophies yes absolutely absolutely he is and he is one of the winning winningest uh coaches in liverpool obviously yeah um are you worried about big time players, Mo and others leaving now? Kind of like what, what is happening at Alabama with Saban leaving. Right, right. And they're going to have recruitment problems now because he yes, was they Alabama. Will. They are, you and know? they already will are. You, are you going to experience? I know it's not apples to apple college. No, it, no, here, but the comparison, but you, no, the comparison is not Do you think you'll see off. some players you know, go, you know what? I think it's possible. I, I, I don't. Um... Hmm. I know that Mo just signed another extension as well. That's why I was wondering. Um, but if but he'll have second thoughts on that and go to Saudi might. Arabia, he might. Um, okay. I think some that big, big changes I, I, coming. this is this is what I'll well this is what I'll I'll sort of go down. I can't I can't say every time they brought up they you know somebody asked Mo last year, hey, are you going to take this deal? He was like adamant. He's like, I'm not going anywhere. No, I'm not going to Saudi Arabia. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I, no, I don't have my new contract yet. I'm going to stay with Liverpool as, as long as they offer me another contract. He was adamant. Um, <laughs> for, for that matter, we thought, thought Klopp was adamant. But um, maybe some of the people that Klopp brought in, uh, perhaps, I mean, to a certain degree, I feel like he's the one that's really built this team as it is at the moment. Mm. Um Somebody, somebody like Virgil Van Dyke, uh, said that it might actually be good for the team for Klopp to go because he agreed with the sentiment of if he can't give it all, then maybe it is best to back away. And you know that is somebody he is. Virgil Van Dyke is one of Klopp's biggest signings of the entire his entire tenure at Liverpool. Um, some yeah. might even say his the best signing. So yeah. You know, talk about the amount of respect that the players have for him. Mm -hmm. Some of the, some of the younger guys, I wouldn't like. Some of the guys who are just coming up now, like there was a there's a guy that we had on there. Um, D let's see, uh, Doke, Clark, um, McConnell, who had an assist today. Um, some of those younger guys who maybe you know didn't that you know they came through the academy, but maybe they didn't come up through Liverpool. Maybe they want to go back to one of their clubs. Maybe they wanted to play for Klopp and now he's not there. So I I anticipate that there will be a cons I, I would even can say a considerable amount of changes. Uh we may even go through, you know, a restructuring period of a couple of seasons uh where things are just who knows? You know, you're throwing yourself, you're throwing your hands up in the air and you just don't know what's going to go down. Well, and I um, think, you know, the thing, the thing that would concern me is the fact that it's not just Klopp that's leaving. It is the sporting director. That's right. The yes. academy director who wants to go and pursue a, you know, higher level manager, managerial career. And I think I heard uh, what two of his assistants are also planning right. on leaving at the end of this. So, but that doesn't really surprise me all that much because if you are there working for him, if yeah. that if that is your guy and then he's leaving, that's not really all that surprising. Well, doesn't, that doesn't no, necessarily doesn't, mean they're going with him. Me, but I just I think it makes Liverpool's path to recruiting top flight talent and Perhaps. generating new and you know getting yeah. getting well, kids look. into the academy. Look, if you're going to go through a restructuring, you're going to have a period of you know a year and a half, maybe two, you know maybe two. Right, that's what I was thinking. Wanna, yeah, years, where people maybe. want to see where where mm -hmm. you know where the club is going to go from here because you're changing out a you're you're changing right. a generation at this point. Which is why I, I think it is also pretty crucial that. Klopp and the rest of the organization were able to bring in the talent that they did just in this past off season and in the past two off seasons, uh, replacing people like uh, Roberto Firmino and Sadio Mane and things like that, you know, really trying to get some strong talent that are committed to playing for Liverpool for maybe the next few years, you know, maybe the next mm. at least three or so seasons to maybe have still a very competitive side 
while they go through this. And I don't know, that could have already been in the cards over the off season. You know, this might've mm-hmm. been something that has been on Klopp's mind already. You know, people like Dominic Shabashlai, you know, that's another and, um, and uh, McAllister bringing those guys in. Those are his signings. These are McAllister guys. Will be on Inter Miami next season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but these are guys that he wanted to have come play for the club. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I, <laughs> there, there are a couple of rumors of uh, replacements. Uh, Zabi Alonso from Leverkusen. I'm liking that so far. Um, we'll see. There's a couple of other good ones. Um, and Glenn, I'm going to say something, and I, and I don't, please try not to take offense, but I am a little bit concerned because when somebody's like, I had somebody at work ask me, he's, a, um, he's an Arsenal fan poor 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 sweetheart um and uh he was like who are they gonna get and i was like well and i was sitting there going i was like i don't know and i was like the the one thing that i don't want to do the only like premier league coaches that i can think of right now that are available i don't want and what and what i said was i was like i don't want to do what chelsea's had to do which is where they can't find a coach so they'll just take whoever's available well i mean potch is we're finding our way yeah but Ponch wasn't somebody that you sought out. Not really. Ponch was a means to an end because you guys needed a manager because you were still struggling to figure Um, out who you are as a team. I mean, there's, there were other choices. I know for us. What Uh, I'm saying is I don't, he knows he's a top, top guy. He's Mm -hmm. had success, not at Spurs. I know. (laughs) But nobody does. Um, (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> she's we'll just subtle, she's just big Ange, ignoring it. Big Ange, I think, is going to eventually find success at that that club. I really do believe he will be the first to win a trophy there. Could, I, I truly believe from that. your mouth, from yeah. your mouth, Glenn. I really do. I hate <laughs> it when really you do. talk about. I hate it when you talk about my club because because. Yep. And now I've cursed it. Um, but yeah. um, so uh, I, I so, think at least Big yeah. Ange is going to fill the personality gap when Klopp leaves. Like he are he's yeah. already yeah. doing yeah, so. Yeah, but yeah, like, that's absolutely. the other thing from a just a. Pure entertainment value perspective, Klopp was always a good soundbite. And yeah, and, gonna, and I think, miss it. and I think that that was because he had a genuine yeah. personality. You mm-hmm. know, I he didn't. Um, he was just he the way that he talked. You know, there were there were some things that he said that are I don't want to call them generic responses, but they are things that you say after a win or after a loss. You know, you uh, you know, you say, oh, well, we didn't play as well as we should have. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. Or, yes, I think everything went really, really well. I'm really, really surprised. But then, like you said, he's always going to throw out something that is just such pure clop, just pure, genuine personality that just makes his his pre and post conferences just very interesting to watch. And uh, it just kind of shows you. It. I think the locker room presence, you know, having to really have that, you know, like that's what, you know, if you look at places like, um, what is it? Is it Barcelona or Real Madrid right now that, that are being, that are so, it's so obvious that the coach has lost the locker room. Um, it's Barca. It's, yeah, it's Barca, like, but they have yeah. other problems beyond that. Uh, oh, I know. Too. But, but, but I anyhow, I understand what you, I understand what you're yeah. saying. I, I will say that the, the interesting thing I would love to leave this on is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hearing it bandied about various and sundry uh, soccer reddits and a few podcasts here and there and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, the idea that Klopp in looking for something less stressful might be an entertaining option for the U.S. men's national team. If in fact they were to, you know, actually swing for the fences and try to make a move toward creating an actual identity for you. Well, um, it's an interesting idea. It'll never happen because we don't have the money, but (laughs) we we don't. U.S. soccer doesn't have that cash. It's it's not. They can spend for Emma. He'll go for the German national team after probably the 2026 World That's Cup. He's I not going to make that change in 2025. But um, all right, anything else on on your boy? No, I, I'm just uh, you know I'm I'll be super sad to see him go. It was a little bit curious that he made the announcement mid season. That was the only thing that I was like, oh well, maybe he's not fully, fully, fully disclosing. He says he's completely fine right now. You know, when it comes to his health. Is there something that's already kind of been there? Is it something as simple as his doctor said, dude, your cholesterol is so goddamn high because you don't <laughs> take a break? You know what I mean? It could be that simple. Could be. Um, but I'm hoping, obviously, that it's nothing else. Um, I don't want to. I don't want him to 
you know, have any. Certainly not. I would never, never wish that obviously. Yeah. So, um, I'm glad he's going to finish the season and then, you know, we'll see what kind of involvement he has in, in the world of soccer after that. I hope that he doesn't leave it completely because he's a great guy. So, yeah. All right. Well, despite what we have led you to believe, uh, this is uh, an MLS Atlanta United centric uh, podcast, but um, it's preseason. We all, and that we was all a have a big our, deal. <laughs> we all have our our, our European teams. Um, if you're new to the show and you haven't watched before, um, I'm Glenn. She's Cat, and Jennifer's here as well. And yeah. I support Chelsea, Cat, uh, obviously with Liverpool. And Jennifer uh, is a masochist and supports Spurs. <laughs> It's something so, about using um, those boots to dig in Klopp, on the backside and just Klopp, keep on riding. Klopp leaving or announcing that he's leaving is is a big deal. Um, and, and not just because we're connected to it because of, of your love for, for for Liverpool. But, you know, it's a big deal in the, in the football world. He's a top, top manager right up there with the the Peps and Carlo Ancelotti's uh, of the world That's and right. the FDBs. Come on, Frank. Um, looking forward to continuing this discussion um, and getting your thoughts on when Jose Mourinho takes over. All righty. So. Um, now who's the masochist, Glenn? Yeah. Mm, I, I know the pain all too well. Um, and so do you. So yeah. do you. You had your, you had your stint. With oh God. That, with the special one. All righty. Um, so we had a, a preseason. We had a preseason match. Um we did. Looked it pretty was good. good. And apologies to the to the Legion um, for the intro, the little bit of uh, slight there. I actually really like them. Uh, I think they're doing good things in the Southeast. It's cool that they're having the uh, the growth that they are, a little bit of success. They struggled last season, a lot of injuries, a lot of up and downs, a lot of wild games where they would blow out an opponent and then just just get smashed the, the next game. But we know what that's like, too, having gone through a season similar to that, where it's just... Yep. Injury after injury, and you just can't get right, can't find any consistency. So I hope that they do this season. I think we have a good working relationship with the team and their staff. And it turns out that the the president of their club was a former teammate of Michael Parkhurst back in the day. Yeah. The New England Revolution. They used to be roommates back in the day. There is something, uh, and he was there beautiful. when Parky scored his worldy uh, goal from midfield. Wow! Heard heard that being discussed on the soccer down here post 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 show, um, where they were interviewing him, and uh, that's cool. So uh, I mean, no disrespect to the Legion. I uh, really enjoyed their stadium, the facility, their fans, the kit. I'm not big on, even though people seem to like the the goal. I love, I love the it. idea of the kit. Just, I love the idea of the kit. It doesn't with look the, great on the screen. Electra. It just doesn't, you know, and granted, we had, you know, look, I appreciate the fact that the club was live streaming the match for us. Thank you for letting us watch the preseason. Thank you. Thank you very much. Because uh, I know it does take a modicum of production value and, and logistics yes, it does. to make that happen. So, but yeah, it didn't show well on TV at all. I would imagine yeah. it probably looks way better. I love the idea behind it because having him on several occasions. Yes. And you swung, you try something and new and cool. Good for you. It just maybe not for me, but a lot of people seem to love it. So, yep. you know, uh, it's, it's really, you. yeah, it's really nice in the mock-up pictures with the players, you know, wearing them and doing their separate poses and stuff. But like yeah. it actually on screen, it just looked like, well, Jennifer probably liked it. It looked like little glitter bounce. Yeah, it's, it's not look like glitter. glitter. You would think no. If it was if it was glitter, she would have had bought one already. Uh Absolutely. is yeah. 93% glitter thereabouts. There you go. Thereabouts. Um all right, well before we get into um our takes and some of the the comments and takes we got from our various social media channel uh channels Let's thank Mason Mill, who are back again with us this year. We really, really appreciate them. Thank you, Mason Mill. Thank you, Mason Mill. Um, they are a chiropractor in Atlanta, Georgia, who are the best. Kristen and I have been going yeah. there for 10 years plus now. I just saw them a couple mm-hmm. days ago and got an adjustment from Dr. Forisi. Um, you should go check them out. It's an important part of your health, just like everything else, just like uh, endoscopic exams. That's right. Endoscopy. Everything. Yeah, it's and, pronounced endoscopy. Endoscopy, uh, which uh, Kat will be. Uh, I'll be uh, experiencing that uh, soon. Late, later in the month. 
think that Mason Mill offers that. No, they don't. But I'll tell you one thing that they did do, and I didn't know this, and this is something that um, that may be of 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 importance to some people. I have been dealing with a back issue for about two two years. Glenn had his issue. Mine yes, is, is mine is at the moment still non-surgical, but I am being treated for it. And I have seen a couple of different orthopedic uh, doctors mm-hmm. uh, over this time frame, and none of them seem to take me very seriously and take my pain seriously and what I go through. And it's really kind of annoying. It's frustrating. I never ever feel that way with Mason Mill, obviously. Yes. And one of the ways that I even sort of was de- that was demonstrated to me was the last orthopedic doctor that I saw he's basically like okay so there's four steps to this the first thing you're going to do is we're going to give you some medication to make you feel better and you're going to go do some physical therapy and I'm like okay I've done that didn't help but cool fine and he's like and then the next thing we're going to do after that if that didn't help then we're going to think about giving you an MRI and then after that we can do some other things and I'm like okay I've been asking for an MRI to see what's going on with my back for at least a year and a half, for at least 18 months of the two years that I've been dealing with this pain. And nobody thinks it's necessary. I understand it's expensive, but don't you want to see what's going on since nothing seems to help? Well, after one of my last uh, appointments with Dr. Farisi himself, he said, look, I hear what you're doing. I hear what's been going on. I've literally been treating you every single week because he seems to work a lot of Wednesdays. So here's the thing. If you go back to this guy and he doesn't get, write you a script for an MRI this time, I'll do it. And I was like, oh, you can do that? See, and he said, that's what yes, I'm talking about, y'all. And this is why you need to go there because they're people that care. That's right. That and I said, really, I didn't know you could do that. Your health. Yep. I didn't know chiropractors can do that's that. Incredible, he said, absolutely, guys. we can. So Best practice in town. There you go. They do accept most major insurances as well. <clears throat> And they're really flexible with their schedules. And if well. you're keeping track, I am actually scheduled to have an MNR and have an MRI in about two and a half weeks. So I am happy for that as well. Um, give them a call 404-321-0082. You can find them on the web as well and book your appointment uh, that way. They're located in McConnell, off McConnell Mill Drive in Decatur, Georgia. And, you know, they see everyone, even very basic, simple white guys, such as regular. Myself. You're a regular, regular white, white guy. guy. Sorry. You're a vanilla latte. That's what oh, I'm if, if we only hit the record button earlier and you all were privy to all the warm up conversations. I mean, I could, uh, you, I could call you a caramel. What, what are they? Caramel. A caramel mocha, macchiato. Macchiato. Yeah. I don't no, think that nickname's car- going to stick. That's too colorful. That is oh, too colorful yeah. and flavorful. He's a vanilla right. latte. Leave it alone. All right, jumping into takes. Should we start with um, comments or go into the takes proper? How would you all like to proceed? I'm think, I'm open to suggestions. I think well, let's go into the takes and see where it goes. Yeah, I think since uh, since do we it. don't since we let's don't do have it. a whole whole lot to sort of uh yeah, you know there's only a few on. preseason. Yeah, yeah, we don't have a lot right. to build on right now. Let's just okay. let's just talk about what we what we okay. know. Well, number one, as per usual. Gigi's strength is his strength. His hold-up play, he's a big guy. His ability to just shield defenders off the ball is pretty much essential to the player that he is. It's how he scored his goal in this match. It's how he scored a bunch of other goals for us in this match, of which I expect him to be in the 20s goals, you know, this year, provided he stays healthy and, and everything goes well-ish. Had 17 last season. I don't think that's, I don't, that's outside not a, the realm. Yeah, that's not. That's um, not a fluke. No. And no penalties. Took no penalties. Oh, did Very is that, important. Are you sh- really? Yeah, he, not a oh, single penalty. No penalties last season. Oh, Remember, well, you were very ma- on about that because of Carlos Vela. And I was. I was. That. That's what I'm saying. And and, and 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 no offense to Joseph either, but Joseph had some penalties he too. He yeah. didn't have half of them. No, Gigi was but very, shit, that's very, good. It's very, very impressive to do what he did, score as many as he did in the way that he did, yeah. and taking over for the person he was taking over and for. We, I don't like that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And to be fair, I don't think we were we were awarded very many penalties last year. I'd like to no, see awarded plenty. The stats we just didn't, on that. you know, it wasn't it wasn't like an egregious number. So who took them? Tiago. Tiago oh. took a bunch. Tiago took a bunch. bunch but I, I agree. It doesn't tired, feel like y'all. we got a ton. I'm sorry. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm it, I will it. say it is it is quite late. It is 11:15 yeah. right now. We had to yeah. delay recording because. Um, I was working uh, for the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Glenn had, and the Hawks saw fit 
to actually, um, what do you call it? Win, Win. tonight. Oh, they which means now. that the confetti cannons that are in the very scary rafters up top had to be shot off by me and then reloaded by me. And that takes a little bit of time. So I didn't get back to the house till 1030. But anyhow, I digress. Gigi, he was great. He yep. expected him to be great this year. Um, Agreed. And I would totally be fine if the captaincy gets passed off to it getting passed off to him or Brooks. Yeah. You know, if it's not going to be Goose, because on top of all of his his strengths, he's also got leadership qualities, in in my opinion. Something um, something that I really appreciate yeah. now looking back on a season with GG that I that I can see it even in a preseason game is the amount mm. of intensity that he has. Um, oh, yeah. I, I really I mean, it's not like we're strangers to having people like strikers or midfielders on our you know that that have that intensity that play um, with fire and passion yeah Kubo. yeah <laughs> but I, um but I, he I, really I would... he has the ability to do something with it and i think he's been very successful okay. so far and i think it can continue harnesses it better yeah i just i just want to say on the note about intensity right like i get it 30 minutes of mostly the first team or whatever the level of intensity that the Agreed. third that the, the First, first group of, of, of players yeah. brought to the pitch came yeah. out, huh? Uh, let me tell you, I am, I'm, I am not. Look, they, they've been playing, they've been training for two weeks. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, right. Like, no, this was, this was not a like a uh, just is a, that a the most a, intense a floopy preseason thing. Yeah, that was pretty, seen, maybe? pretty intense. I, I don't levels? remember a preseason where the side where that was stood out to you from the get go. Yeah. yeah, you were never saying this about a like it never stood out to you that much as much no. as it stood out this time. Yeah, and I really yeah. liked. We had three different squads that we sent out, and when they sent out the third string kiddos, the Kratz's kids, spelled with two <laughs> Z's, yes. um, those kids brought the same amount of intensity. Agreed. Yeah, I was very time. impressed. I mean, there there is definitely some talent there, and yeah. um, I I'm just I'm really happy that this that this club has invested in its future in the in the in the younger guys. I and really appreciate it. It's a soccer, so. yeah, it's a soccer culture that we are raising in this state now, and it's really encouraging. You know, it was it was a fun preseason to watch. The even the because the coverage was was okay was 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 decent enough that i could actually they said something about like the 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 video was was backwards that they were that we were watching it from right to left and it was actually left to right that's fine fine. it it, it came across fine for a stream but it was good it was yeah it felt like we were watching a twos match to me you know i think the coverage was good the audio was fine um Mm -hmm. so it yeah it it felt like a proper well covered well um prepared for preseason match no complaints Yeah, because I've uh, had some in the past. Like I, I'm sorry, but I watched the Newport County and uh, Manchester United FA Cup match today. I could barely see the <laughs> players. Like the poor New Newport County, you know their their stadium seats like five thousand. So, you know the the lighting, the lighting that they had just for the pitch itself. It's like you could yeah, barely it was just see everybody the players. With flashlights. That's it. That's it, all. It's just yeah, the whole crowd's just standing yeah, up. Yeah, just two respond. flashlights. Yeah, yeah, can. exactly. It it just was so poor, and I was like, wow. Okay, so well, yeah, that's I what I mean. It's cool to see uh, a lower league team like Birmingham, um, you yeah. know, producing the what they are, uh, what they are producing. It's cool. All right, number two, Firmino, uh, see, si, Senor, pass the ball to Nick and he will score. That's 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 for you. Yeah, that one's good. Um, he should be right at the top of everyone's list in terms of things to be excited about, in my opinion. We all saw him for the twos last year in that magical moment he had for the first team. He's very neat and tidy on the ball, and that showed in his first goal. I mean, great finish, the little cut, cuts inside, bang, calm, composed. I think he may, I'm not going to say may, I know he's going to see serious minutes. As he should. We, we were uh, we were disappointed that we didn't get him. Remember after mm-hmm. after he yeah, came up and played for us, we we're like, wait, we well, only get him for one it. game. Very oh, very man. earned. Another uh, player earning. We have a record of that. Yes, you know of, of younger players earning their way. And one of the one of the things that Jason mentioned uh, in that post game breakdown was that. Uh, his 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 um his flexibility his um not flexibility that's not the right word um 
he can play multiple plays. Like he is right now the, 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 the second number 10. And, you know, obviously I think we'll spend the whole season with the first team this year, but um, the fact that he can play multiple offensive positions creatively and well, like that's the thing I think I was really impressed by. I hadn't physically seen a ton of his play, but like, his creative vision with the ball when he had it, uh, that was very, very impressive and very mature for a player of his age. Um, yeah. you know, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can bring and what he can do because we do have a lot of players, you know, in that front four unit that are going to spend time off, um, you know, with international duty and things like that. So to have somebody who's as versatile, that was the word I was looking for, versatile, uh, as, uh, as, as Nick Firmino in your back pocket and just coming up to get first team minutes like that's really encouraging and remember tiago is still a big question mark it's it's not at the moment but of course it's just a looming question mark and it will be and and it's gonna be a discussion minimum yeah at minimum he's gonna go for international so we know that and and it's you know unfortunately i think it's gonna be a dark discussion cloud until Mm -hmm. july yeah. Which is which is unfortunate. Well, which is good and bad because I, I really kind of feel like we're set up this season to really fly under the radar. We didn't sign anybody big and splashy, and we didn't, you know, go out and drop a lot of coin to get some big name player. But we are. I mean, what I'm seeing here is we're building on chemistry that exists. We're giving chemistry and pairs that you know time to develop and Absolutely. melt together to where you know you've got Lennon and Saba working together and we'll have right. Wiley and John Day working together and okay you'll have options to come in you know later in matches to to keep All that very same energy important. but yeah. bring it bring it in a different way that other teams haven't seen yet that's and that's good you know I it's very important for us we've done the big flashy signings and mm-hmm. those haven't worked yes. and we've also yeah. done we've also done like okay here's a nice little handful this is what we did last summer here's your nice little handful of really good we had five excellent signings so far I think that are just where we, now we can see what fruit uh that may bear and I, I think that's probably more important. I would rather have five very good signings than one insane signing. Absolutely. Every day of the week. So mm-hmm. I, I can't think of one player that I would have been like, oh, no, here, I'll give you five. I'll give you those five players that we signed. I'll give you all these five for this one person. No, I agree. Uh, I on top of the, the good signings, like the, the, the kids, as it were, yeah. uh, continue to develop. Right. Aiden. As well, yeah. in the same line of Firmino, impressive. Yep. Maybe he's not super sharp, but he gives it loads. And I, I love to see kids playing with a degree of confidence, sure, uh, and sure-footedness. The academy group, like you were saying before, they did really well. Held their own for you know a good I, I while think against he, I, a, an a entire US half. Side. An entire Luke half. Also and, and it should be said, I think he did. He did a great job yesterday yes. with that first group and looked right at home. We were talking, we were chatting back and forth about how we didn't really see any sort of lack of, you know, those, those miscues that you would typically see in, you know, in the first game of preseason where people don't know where their other people are on the pitch. We didn't see any of that. No, it was surprisingly um, cohesive from, from everyone. Two of the players who I actually didn't mention. Well, I, I mentioned a little bit in number four, um, that Jeremiah Prescott um, uh, thought really stood out was uh, Gregerson. And, I liked uh, I liked him. He's got Cian, some. He's, and, he's and, tall. And Williams, he's got Derek some pace. Williams. Mm-hmm. He liked the fact that they both looked very talkative on the back oh, line. And Derek that's communication. Uh, sure. uh, Williams has mentioned that he is chatty, uh, and that's good. a good thing. Good. Um, Fuck. You know, but apart from that, he's not really going to take anything away from the first preseason game, other than. What we were just saying that it looked pretty, uh, pretty late nineties boy band looked in sync and communication was good. Um, shout, he had a shout out for, for Cohen as well. He had a little bit more than, than Brad to do. And actually on, on the Cohen line, he looked pretty um, solid, but you know, we'll see. Um, Josh kite, uh, thought that, um, what jumped out to him in regards to Cohen was his ability to just, get the ball back up field after it got into his hands very quick to, you know, roll it out, looking to kind of spring an attack, maybe a little bit more speed, a little more reaction quickness than um, Grandpa Goose. Um, 
And he did that. have he did have one really good quality save during his uh, during his shift. I thought that was the the one right before the Dax McCarty goal. I thought he made a really good high quality save uh in, in really rough conditions let's let's be fair to him as well like hmm. you know he yes. got he got the yes. monsoon he got the monsoon shift he so he did he did so. get the, he did got the harder of the shifts that's that's for sure um one other uh player that apparently is um spurring some controversy for his um his shirt tucking uh <laughs> <laughs> uh was armus uh thought uh, he looked pretty calm on the ball, but do not like uh, that he tucks his jersey and uh, Stefan Kowal uh, reinforces that. Uh, tucking too much Tuckerville tuck down. Do not like the shirt tucking. Uh, the, this is not the NBA. So, um, Javier, Javier if, you're, if you're listening, um, don't tuck your shirt, bro. Hey, but he was our, wasn't he our, he was our super draftee this year, right? So I um, believe so. Yeah. You so. know, again, we, we have a relatively good track <laughs> record uh, in the draft, just to be fair. Um, yeah, but, we, we do have a, a former super draft pick now crossing balls to Leo Messi. So ain't nothing. Um, so, you know, I, I like, I, I, I mean, I like, I liked what I saw out of him, you know, yeah, okay. you know tucked in shirt, notwithstanding, <laughs> notwithstanding you know, yeah. look, this is Atlanta. And if you're going to live here, someone's going to have to teach you how to set the Luke. It's a thing, but he'll learn. He learn. He'll learn. He will yeah. learn. He will learn. Well, moving on to number four, look, we've, I'm excited. We've got our Irishman back. That's cool. We've got our ginger back and Dax McCarty. Yeah. I know. I said this exact same thing last season, probably the season before that. But are we back? <laughs> I I'm very cautiously optimistic. It's nice to see the cohesion, as right? Usual. And, yeah, cautiously optimistic. I got you. Um, but I like for what it. it's worth. Uh, Troy McIntyre uh, uh, from Footy Mob also feels uh, cautiously optimistic. Lots of promise, and I think that's fair. I think this team at least on paper as composed right now, if we're healthy, probably the most balanced, complete um, since 2019. We're not going to be a one trick pony act. No, I don't think Um, so. And, and I think we're finally getting to where we have some visible quality depth in places that we have not had since 2019. And, you know, it is a long season. We're going to have two cup tournaments, um, you know, in addition, in addition to, you know, a pretty demanding schedule that we ran through on a prior five aside uh, from, you know, with, with the schedule drop. So I, um, yep. I, I, I listen to that one. If you want to hear about the gauntlet of, of matches and their away matches during international play and yeah. international tournaments that we're going to have to face, like Garth said yesterday, in the pregame show, when that time hits, when Copa and all those tournaments are going on, we're going to be missing eight players, minimum, yeah. minimum. Yep. So that's and, when and that's the Firminos where, of the world come in. You know, yeah. but, well, and that's where like having a cat, you know, affordable, homegrown, quality talent that yes. can plug into the system and know right away exactly where to pick up is really going to be key. Because obviously, everybody in the league is going to have this problem. We are not the only side that is sending half their starting eleven off to international duty. So you know, I'm, I'm, I feel better coming out of the gate this year than I did last year. Uh, last year, I felt like we had gotten some of our old energy and our old mojo back, but it was like we were still learning about who we were. I fully expect to actually see this club come out of the gate and enforce its identity. Like, actually go back to the identity that is Atlanta United Soccer. And I'm excited about that. I'm yeah. very excited about that. I'm encouraged and excited about that. And with some and with some fresh faces, you know. Yes. And it's... um. It's a brand new day, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. It is a brand new day. Uh, and for those of you who who may not realize, like our own Jennifer, Derek Williams is our is our new Irishman. He actually played for the Republic of Ireland. And I did not know that. Kept. Um, so it, it's great. We haven't had that since uh, Mr. Maureen. 
and I, and I, I actually, I, I was super, you know, I was super excited about the Dax McCartney. His Irish movie. accent isn't as, as thick. Okay. Isn't as, it isn't quite as, as heavy. But he's still going to get roped into doing the St. Patrick's Day promos, right? Of course what, he will. One would assume. Of course he will. <laughs> one would assume. I, I, one was, I was really, really excited about the Dax McCarty signing. I, I think that. It, I was excited once we got our six. It is One really leash, yeah. you know, because Dax isn't the everyday starting guy. No, Dax but... is, is come in, shore things up, veteran leadership, yeah. loads of MLS yeah, experience. But once we got Schleese, okay, good. That, that's that's great. That's it great. Is, I'm good with that. And I know he ain't costing much. So it is wonderful. extremely annoying, by the way, that the Atlanta United website has not updated the roster. And I know that we have not started the season yet but there is none of the new signings and none of the loan outs and uh, it's literally wow. nothing has been updated eafc like, it, hasn't updated as well as leaking all the mls kits except ours i don't know that traffic nightmare looked pretty hot oh the the yeah. photoshopped one with uh yeah. how to zipper merge very atlanta yeah. that's pretty great <laughs> very uh people could learn a thing or two from that jersey just saying, Atlanta. My insurance <laughs> rates are high, and it's not because I'm crashing my car. All right, number five. The goal, I mean, we conceded in the first half. There's not much you can say about it other than it's soft and down to communication, and those were things we experienced last season. And that those- can't happen this season right? because we've learned we can't just shoot our way out of a defensive problem. It doesn't work. You can't lead the league in goals and goals conceded. You, no, you, it, we used to have we the, saw where that got us. Right. You, we used to have the mentality that the best defense was a good offense, that it was that, you know, and there have been plenty of times where we have come on this podcast and said that we are perfectly all right with a three, two score, as long as we're the ones that win. However, however, we don't want them to be cheap. We don't want them to be soft. So could we chalk it up to a preseason? Maybe. But let's not let that become a trend and let's say, hey, guys, that's exactly the type of shit that we don't want to have happen moving forward. So let's knock that shit off right now Mm -hmm. and let's not give away cheap goals. I am still fine with three to one as long as that one goal is a shot from way outside the, you know, the 18 and sends you know who i don't care who you are you're never going to reach that you know what i'm talking you know like yeah. it literally it goes in that top corner through the net so hard it ends up in the stands and That's you fine. think that they've missed it but no the it's a hole goals, in. not the like come on guys nothing cheap there's nothing cheap about this team that's right nothing yeah. cheap. no yeah. ag- agreed and i think you made uh cat a really interesting point earlier in this that I meant to comment on and didn't, but it's now just coming back to, to my mind is that this team is built to kind of fly under the radar a little bit because of the the nature of the signings. We all know they're good. And I think most analysts and people who cover this team in the league or uh, said that, wait, Jennifer, you said it in the chat. Oh, you're actually the one that said it. You can just cut me off and just no, say, no. It doesn't. It doesn't that, matter. It doesn't we, matter. It's all right. I'm just <laughs> well, trying to figure anyhow. out another. You know. Anyhow, you bud light point, you. <laughs> point, point being, sorry, this basic uh, white guy just you know memory isn't that great. Miller light. Um, Miller high life. <laughs> Natty ice. You, the, he's the not point, the champagne of beers. That's the, very. The, that's, that's a little too white trash. No, no I was yeah, thinking more like bit. he's like a Miller light. You know, he's like or he's like like Mick Ultra. Hey, don't knock the Mick Ultra. It's (laughs) all Uncle Arthur drinks. It's all Uncle Arthur drinks. The man is a billionaire and lives on a yacht, and he will only drink Michelob Ultra. Um, I don't don't like Mick Ultra. Uh, I'm bougie when it comes to beer. But anyhow, we are kind of built, I think, to fly under the radar a little bit because of the nature of our signings. Like I was saying, we all know they're good. Pundits, analysts, got people who cover this team in the league can look at the roster and what we were missing and what we got and the quality of what we got and what we paid for and know that it's good. But I don't know that other teams are going to be really taking notice. So if we can just quietly go about our business, rack up some points, you know, we might be. Because we weren't that far off last year if we didn't have those sloppy goals, right? We needed four, five more points to have a home, to have home field advantage. We beat Columbus at home. 
you know, like and we, we, we did, and we did, we're not talking yeah. about like massive problems. The goals we gave up were like, oh come yeah. on, no, no, no. We yeah. had we had the season we deserved, and okay, yeah, that is something that we now have to build on. We have to now move forward and say, you know what, we deserve right. more. So let's right. go get more. We we've had a couple of seasons of pain. Let's put yeah. it that way. We've had a couple yeah. of seasons of pain. Um, I think it's time for that pain to turn to gain. Yes. That was for yes. you. Yes. That's good. That was totally for you. That's well good. But I, 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 I think it'll it'll be interesting because I don't think you're going to see a lot of, you know, MLS pundits and, and other, you know, media sources and people in general talking talking about the moves that we made. They're going to talk about what we've lost and they're going to talk about where is Tiago going. That's what they're going to talk. That's the story. And yeah. let them. write about and Atlanta United this year. And, and that's fine. I'm it's totally okay. fine. Like I said, and we're I'm still okay yeah. with that. Even yeah. if nobody does... was talking about Columbus last year at all. And no, you're right. They really they were. They lost. They lost. They lost big player. They replaced. They they did the business. I'm sure that this front office is anticipating this move could come now, could come later, and have some players they're they're looking at. Mm-hmm. Maybe not exactly like for like, but some options. So I'm not super concerned. If he goes in the summer, I still think, you know, we have some interesting moves we can make in addition to if we have to replace Tiago. My question about Derek Etienne, who I'm a little surprised that we didn't use the buyout option on. There's some sort of. We we don't need to right now. Like the team's pretty complete. We don't have to use that right now. There, there is some sort of weird mechanism that I don't exactly understand that because of the mutual termination of Eric Lopez's contract, that may or may not have actually counted as our buyout for this season. I don't understand hmm. all the, I would, I would, you know, okay. anything else okay. under, but that was what I asked a well, question and that's it, what I was told. So yeah, because I can't, imagine, you know, it is available he, to us. Can we use that in the summer or do you have to use a buyout? At the start of this, I think you can use it at any point in time, but it's only okay. once per season that you can okay. have to buy some. Well, if it's a big if right now because of what you just brought up, if we can use it in the summer, that could be interesting because that frees up 600k plus and a big slot, you know, that we could fill that with somebody that's of that kind of quality of that 500,000 range. I have know? the real legitimate question as to whether or not he actually starts the year on the first team. Because I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, like, like I mean, he didn't I don't offer know. much in the preseason match either. No, he looked exactly he looked, the same. He, the same. he yeah. started on the left. He he got all the way down to the left side. He dribbled backwards, tried to cut into the middle, ran into traffic, and essentially took took a shot at nothing. It was exactly. I mean, it, you could have you could have posted it. You know, you or uh, p- copied and pasted it from last season. Agreed. It was exactly Agreed. the Agreed. same. And we're like, oh, okay, well, there's that. Like, I was surprised to hear his name announced. I didn't even know he was going to be there. You know, like, I was like, oh, really? Okay, fine. So it, it's it, it's just not a fit for him. He needs to go elsewhere. And I think that that's just better for all parties. I don't, I, I'm just well, surprised. We'll, we'll see. The here. only way that's going to happen is the buyout because another right, team trade. isn't going I don't to know. I mean, do you that. Know, I mean, that's a hell of a trade. I I don't know if I we know. can loan him out somewhere either. I don't know how, like, I don't know what the rules are with regards to that, but I, I think we will see him move in one way or another come this summer. I yeah. do think so. And we'll I'm see. hoping that it's via the buyout and that we can get another game changing level player in if we need to, we'll see what we're, we'll see what our needs are, but I, we have yeah. the option. I, I think we'll have the option. Right. I think we're really well positioned. I'm excited yep. for this season. I'm, I can't I'm, wait for Athens next optimistic. weekend. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm going to try to get down there, I think. I'm going to try to get down to Athens for, for I will be one. bringing the glitter to Athens next week. No. Good grief. I'll never get it off. All right. Well, um, thank you to to everyone uh, for, for listening, as always. Thank you uh, to Michael and AJ from Atlanta Fan TV. Y'all make sure you join um, and, and subscribe and uh, get on the Discord because we are going to do – a little competition this season, an MLS table prediction contest. Uh, but you need to be in the Discord. Uh, so sign up uh, and, and join there. And I will be publishing uh, an editable PDF soon. And we're going to do East Coast and West Coast and just predicting the table from 1 to 15 on each. Uh, you get three points 
for a correct uh, position if you guess, you know, which, when and where the, the team falls in first through 15. And then two points if you are, if your team is within, um, you know, one place. And then one point uh, if the teams, your positions you have them in are within two places. So that should afford us enough variation so we don't have a lot of uh, ties and draws and, and, and points by the end of the season. But that will start the first week of the season. And you are then going to be allowed to make three changes to each table uh, after week three. And then it's locked in. So anyhow, join the Atlanta United Fan TV Discord to be a part of that. Should be a lot of fun. Um, think that about think that about does it. Anything else? Got any other final thoughts you want to you want to throw out there? I just want to say that uh, I'm excited to watch U.S. women figure skate again. I know that means nothing to any of y'all, but <laughs> it was a lovely, lovely weekend of uh, of of uh, the U.S. figure skating national championships, and the skating was really great to watch. And I just had to put it out there. And I'm super happy for uh, Amber Glenn winning uh, winning the national title for the ladies, and she is actually the first out woman. Because she's out as a bisexual, she's the first oh, cool. who is out to have won a national title. Really, yes. skating, yeah. First Very LGBT exciting. member of the LGBTQIA plus community to win yep. a national title. It's pretty cool. Would have I would have thought that would have happened uh, a bit sooner than now. Yeah, she's like, actually the second cool. out skater to win a national title. Rudy Galindo won in '96, and it was a really big deal. Uh, mm. But Rudy Galindo wasn't out because he, well, he was sort of out because he chose to. But that's a whole big other discussion. Uh, Amber is the first one who's chosen to be out and won the title as an out member of the LGBT yeah, from, from the get-go yeah. from immediate. Yeah. yeah. So I fully say. expect we will be hearing more about this on the next five aside. <laughs> um, and actually part two of uh, where have all the five stripes gone will be dropping, I believe on Tuesday. Um, we are recording this Sunday night. This will come out Monday and then that will drop on Tuesday. So you can get caught up on where everybody else is. And uh, correction and mistake on my part for that first part. Uh, Brandon Vasquez is at Monterey, and Jennifer tried to sell me on that, and I was shooting her down. He is in fact at Monterey. He is not at Chivas, he and he's tearing like three it. Goals up. in Monterey already. He's tearing it up. Greg, g- 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 give him a call. Give him a call. We need a big monster number nine. Look what he's doing. He scores wherever he goes. Um. What another maybe what could have been here, even though he had more reasons to to he leave. He was playing than, behind Prime Joseph, and it wasn't. Yeah, a, it, it is what it is, and there's no yeah. way we could have predicted what happened to Joseph. No. So you know, um, that's just one of those that we'll we'll never know. But it's it's no one's fault, really. Uh, what we do know is that we will be back next week after the Athens match. Uh, yeah. We'll probably record Sunday night. And um, who knows? Maybe we can do some recording while we're while we're there, since uh, I think we're going to have at least two of us there. We'll see what happens. Uh, but anyhow, we'll be back um, next Sunday, and we'll have an episode out on Monday for y'all to listen to. So thank you very much for listening. Y'all be good. We will be back. Meow. That was so quick. Excellent meow. <laughs> I've been practicing. Oh,